Hello everybody, my name is David. I'm a mental health disability advocate. Moments of Clarity's mission is to educate and end the stigma on mental health. Believe in yourself. I'm a mental health disability advocate and I also lost a brother to suicide when I was 14. And part of my mission of advocacy is to spread awareness of suicide prevention. So that's what this video is going to be about. Uh, I want to talk about the stigma and the shame and the guilt associated with losing someone to suicide. And for me, I carried around a lot of guilt and a lot of shame uh, up until recently. Uh, I was, like I said, I was 14. Um, I was a teenager and that was in 1997 and there were not the kind of resources that we have today. There was no social media. Um, there really wasn't a lot of therapy designed to treat trauma, particularly with um, young adults, not even young adults, but teenagers. Um, there was just less resources and less understanding. And I remember prior to my brother taking his life, I didn't know anything about suicide. I'd never known anybody that committed suicide. It wasn't talked about, not even in the media. So I had no way to prepare for such a thing. And so, you know, after the shock of my brother's death came about, I had to go back into the world and I had to try to relate to people again and try to uh, you know, go to school and, and try to live as normally as possible, but I couldn't because everything had changed. And I think the way people treated me changed, you know, I think people, um, felt very uncomfortable with me, uh, because of suicide is such an uncomfortable topic, you know, and nobody knows how to approach it. Nobody knows how to comfort you and so people are there for you in the very beginning maybe you know the first week or so or maybe the first month if you're lucky but then after that you're kind of on your own and people um are not equipped to be able to uh be there for their grieving friend or family member who's lost someone to suicide so all of a sudden you're left on your own to deal with this terrible thing uh you know because of the stigma and i acted out a lot um i was disrupted in the class in school uh i was using drugs i was uh, fighting with my parents because I f wasn't understood and I wasn't given the support I needed. Um, and not only did I feel shame because this terrible thing had happened and I felt like it reflected on our family. You know, I felt like it, it reflected on the dysfunction of our family. 
and you have to walk, you have to carry that around. I also felt guilt. Um, because I've told my story many times, but in my story, um, my brother had tried to pry my window open because he had, um, he was in a juvenile detention center and he had um, left. He had run away. He had run away from this juvenile detention center and he tried to pry the window open and I was not awake because I was 14 years old and I, it was, it was, uh, I, you know, I was in bed by 10 o'clock and this was probably one or two in the morning. And I walked around with that guilt for many, many years that if I had been up, I would have done something and, um, or, you know, why didn't we as a family see the signs and, um, prevent this from happening. And as I begin to heal and as I begin to get better, I realize that there's nothing that any of us could have done to prevent what happened, you know, because he was going to do what he was going to do anyways. So even if I had managed to stop him that night, he may have taken his life another night. So there's really nothing that uh, I could have done or we could have done really um, to prevent what happened. And the responsibility, you know, is on my brother at the end of the day. And it's really difficult to talk about even after all these years um, because of the stigma. You know, I'm just starting to be open with uh, what happened with my brother. And it's going to take time for, for me to be able to really start to delve into my deep feelings, but right now I'm just at a point where I'm just talking about how I feel um, and the stigma. And I, and I talk about that because I know there's a lot of people out there who have um, lost a family member or a friend to suicide and they understand that stigma. You know, people start looking at you differently. People who used to spend time with you are, are, are keeping their distance. And it hurts because you want, you need that support, especially in, in, in that first year. It's vital you have that support. It's vital that you know that people are listening, that people care. And, and, and I've learned to recognize that it's not that people don't care. I think that people do care. I think it's that they don't understand. They don't know how to help you because they're limited, their tools are limited. And I feel like with my advocacy, I feel like just by sharing my story and by opening up, it gives people the courage to share their story, particularly about suicide. Um, I wanna break the stigma of um, suicide loss and make it okay for people to talk about it in the open where it's no longer an uncomfortable subject because it needs to be talked about. It needs to get out in the open because, you know, personally it caused years and years of damage of not talking about it. Um, I could not cry for many years. I still can't cry a lot of the times. It's like an emotional blockage um, and at the time I was more angry I expressed more anger than sadness 
that's how I dealt with my grief. And, you know, as I was acting out, um, I was put into all sorts of, um, in, not inpatient, outpatient, outpatient, um, alternative schools with, that were therapeutic. And they always addressed the, ther the, um, acting out, but they never addressed the trauma related to it. And if you don't address the trauma, then the person never gets better. Maybe the behaviors might cease, but the person is still going to be broken. They're still going to be hurt. They're still going to be unhealed. And, uh, and that was really unfortunate. And I, and I wish that, um, there were more, res there, there were more resources available back then for me. And certainly if I, if there was a Facebook, um, or any kind of social media, I would have been utilizing that. Um, and I, I could have started healing a lot earlier, but I, I don't want to focus on the what ifs or the could have been, so, you know, I, I just want to focus on what I'm doing today and trying to heal now. And all I can say is what I've been saying, you know, repeating myself, but is, um, if you have lost someone to suicide, um, talk about it, find the right people. I mean, obviously you want to find safe people, but find a safe person to talk about it, write about it, reach out to, um, those that have also lost, um, those in their life to suicide, um, join a group on Facebook, join a support. Now it's not possible with the coronavirus, but, uh, join a support group online. There is definitely help out there. There's definitely people who understand and we're not alone, you know, because again, I, up until very, very recently, I hadn't met anybody that, um, had been through the same thing as me. So I did feel totally alone. And it's just, it's just something that people don't talk about, you know, openly. And it's, it's a, sh I, and I don't think I'm the only one that felt shame. Um, you know, people will say, oh, you don't have to be ashamed, but I think a lot of people feel shame. I know people personally who've lost those to suicide. They don't ever talk about it. And, um, we got to create these safe places where people can do it. Cause I, I recognize that, uh, 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 most people can't talk about these things publicly, but to create these safe places where people can get it out because it will eat away at you. And, and there's a lot of people, unhealed people out there that are truly, truly struggling. And, and, and my mission of my advocacy by making the, by making this video and continue to make videos is to bring hope to people and so that they feel like they're not the only ones going through this and to give them courage to speak out and to know that they're loved and that I understand from the bottom of my heart, I understand and I want to help. And I, you know, also I do this for my brother, you know, in honor of my brother. I know that my brother wouldn't want me to, uh, be this hurt for the rest of my life. He'd want me to get better and to use it for something good. You know, sometimes our darkest moments 
is where we find our strengths. So I thank you all for listening. Uh, please stay safe. You are not alone and you are loved. Thank you. Don't put yourself down. Time for a change. Believe in yourself. Time to rearrange. Be your best friend. Bring hope to your day. Lose your critic. Get out of your way.